Living my life on the edge, on the edge. All friends said I didn't. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining in. This is the Staff Podcast. It's called the Link Up, where we'll come every week to discuss sports and everything related. Today we've got my guy Moipi and Lita on the line um, to guide us through this podcast. So here, here let's hear from them. Hey, what's up? I'm Moipi, um, big Man United fan, big football fan, love sports, cricket, golf, everything. Um, I'm excited about this podcast. How are you doing, Lita? Um, hi guys, uh, very honored to be a part of the second ever podcast of the staff, uh, the link up. Very excited, very uh, passionate Chelsea fan, football, cricket, uh, rugby, all sports. Um, just very opinionated, might get a bit aggressive, but very excited to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> Hopefully, future episodes. Yeah, that's my guys, Lita and Moipi. We've got all things Chelsea, Premier League, Super Rugby. Conor McGregor and Cricket on this episode. Tune in. Uh, we wanted him, but, you know, it just does not make sense at the moment. And he is sort of playing the, he's saying, sort of uh, towing the, 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 the company line where, you know, it's, 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 as you said, at the moment in this pandemic situation, 50 million after, especially after wanting to furlough staff, 50 million on one individual who might not even start any game is not really smart business. That's where then, that's where the difference is at Chelsea. At Chelsea, uh, obviously the, the whole uh, stadium, uh, the, the plan to build the stadium has been put back further, but it's still in the pipeline. Um, and that's obviously, firstly, Ram, Roman Abramovich doesn't have that many other uh, uh, um, sports entities, I don't think at all, yeah. any besides Chelsea. Um, his roommate started a club somewhere in, in, in Europe or he's bought a club, a small club, very, very small club. Um, but yeah, so Roman Abramovich, and as you say, he's been ostracized over all these passport issues in England or whatever, his citizenship. So he hasn't really been at the club much. He hasn't really been in, in, in the whole uh, sphere. But from, from a Chelsea uh, point of view, from a Chelsea fan's point of view, it feels like, like, and we've heard it in, like, in a lot of podcasts and articles of it, where it's like, there's a suggestion where he feels now, Roman Abramovich feels it's time now to sort of Let's let's because everyone is, is sort of uncertain. Apparently, Arsenal are only yeah. gonna get loan players and free transfers and all that. Tottenham have their issues with their tight uh, Daniel Levy, and then you've got United, who also that's the United and, and apparently Chelsea, as I've heard, apparently are the teams who are better off after this pandemic. Chelsea, I mean United, yeah. because of obviously their 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 the, the status in, in world football and and the money they have, and Chelsea because they haven't been really active match uh, in the transfer and just unfortunately and also we've got an owner who has money so there might there are rumors that um, financial fair play might lessen so that might also allow Abramovich to pump in more money that's why these rumors of Kai Havertz and all these things I could believe him even though at the moment I'm like very calm I'm trying not to get too <laughs> excited about this because um, I know it's easy to, to, to link a player with Chelsea and then you end up finding a drink water so it's so for me like those are like Liverpool where they are they're at the top but in terms of financial finances like the whole Nike debacle and New Balance and all that thing they're not where they should be or the like off the field financially and where they are on the field they don't really match compared to where Chelsea as as I, I think I can say something about Chelsea financially well off but on the field you know fighting for Champions League similar to, to United so I think just that's where the difference is and 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 I, I hope. And and obviously it all I think rides on the season. If Chelsea don't make Champions League, we can somehow forget about most of these players that we linked to. So it's all first off get into that Champions League, and then with that support, like we've been wanting, like Chelsea fans have been wanting a manager who stays more longer than two three seasons, um, particularly after Mourinho. So I'm hoping that Lampard get Champions League, and then he can uh, get then the full supporting of the. Of a more hungrier and uh, probably a bit agitated, the Roman Abramovich, who hasn't been able to watch his club live in a while or mm-hmm. once in, in 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 the last six months. So I'm sure he's actually keen on because a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of fans would like to think that he doesn't care about the club, 
but the man really, really cares about the club. The whole initiative of anti-Semitism that he runs through the club as well, crucial. And it's, yeah, it's, it's close to his heart. So, my man Chelsea, I don't want to get too excited until we make Champions League next season, then we can get excited. But Chelsea might be back. Mm. Especially to fuck things up I in mean, the transfer. Okay, no, no, need to say, no need to say all of that like Chelsea made that. <laughs> stop, stop me. Stop me. Let me stop um, <laughs> Chelsea mm. are notoriously a club who buys players. And I felt like they, they jinked a lot of, of their fans being like, oh yeah, we're promoting the youth now. And especially with this Timo transfer, Tammy's got to feel some type of way. If I was Tammy, um, I don't know exactly how many goals he's got, but he's been scoring, he's been the main man, he took the number nine jersey, and what do you give him in return? Mm-hmm. No new contract, and you sign Werner. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a little bit hurt, like, I mean, mm-hmm. even might con- be mm-hmm. contemplating leaving. Okay, Maybe, I, you know I, I want to say something, but Moepi, please talk first before I go on my rant. Because I've been waiting to explain this to Brian, either in person or on a platform like this. So please, <laughs> go ahead, Moepi. Right. Let, let, let me say what I've, what I've been hearing is that um, because because even before the season began, I think I think midway, let's say end of last year, it was a thing that Lampard didn't want to put all the pressure on Tammy and he didn't really feel like Giroud was the way to go, even though I, I, I was blown away to hear that Giroud got a new contract now, which is mind-boggling. But my, my understanding is that the, um, Lampard wanted Dries Mertens uh, desperately and Dries kept rejecting him. And um, when William last year decided that, okay, Chelsea's not going to give me the give me the contract I want. Um, Lambert pushed out for Mertens, and he he saw that he's not going to get either of them. So I feel like uh, Werner is going to be the as I think Lito was saying earlier, or or one one of you two was saying that 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 that, that Mertens that the team of Werner is not just um, a striker; he can play up in the top three, and that's another reason I wanted to. To mention randomly that he's, he he will have a place to play in Liverpool because he can play in the front three. So Lampard sees yeah, him the same yeah. as well. But where would he? Um, but okay, just on the Liverpool thing, where like you say he will play in the front three, unless one of those front three is sold, Werner, I don't think they'll be happy to go saying, from being the main man to go then go to Liverpool and play a game on the left wing on the and then next game sit out well, the next game centre forward next game sit out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're saying that Firmino would play ten and uh, Vern up front, but I just I don't see that right. working. Firmino so needs to play. <laughs> so then that would mean it will be Henderson and then Fabinho trying to mop up as much I as would... they can in the, in the middle. Guys, no. why, why 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 would you keep Fabinho now? No, you why would you? Are you asking why would you keep Firmino in play? Like I would sell him. Every day of this week, sell him, get Verne. <laughs> Next year, get the thing is though, for, for for me, for Mino, for Mino, he like you saw, especially I think it was I think it was between sort of end of the year this season or end of the year twenty nineteen this season where he was missing and you could see a difference in Liverpool. Like I don't watch Liverpool as much as like I would like to think I I do, but for Mino, when he plays, the touches, the moves, and the pressing that he he has, the movement that he has. It's very crucial to, because if you're going to bring someone like Werner, it's going to be just pace, pace. If Werner is going to be Werner, uh, Salah, he, and Mane. Pace, pace, pace. He's pace merchant. Yeah, no, no, but who, who would have more uh, creativity between... Then you really... He'll, then they'll need another number 10. They'll need a number 10 then. If they're going to sell Firmino and then bring in a striker like Werner, they'll need a number 10. Because then there's no creativity in that. Mane runs. Mm. Salah runs. Werner runs. Who's going to pass? They don't play with a 10, though. No, yeah, exactly. They, they that's the thing. Exactly. Well. Then they would need a good eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I mean, is Firmino's, Firmino's sort of like uh, the not a the uh, not the creator, but like yeah, a ten basically mm. for Liverpool. Mm, mm. But I don't because I don't think because, that would. No, I was going to yeah, say I don't think, think that, that would it, work. 
Yeah, because if you think about it, where where does the creativity come from? When 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 Liverpool so, Firmino. No, I'll tell you too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm as if I was a football for manager. Not, not for Werner. For the, Werner? No, I'm saying not. Are you playing? No, 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 not. Are you because playing? Then, because then you're gonna have to change the. Then the club is gonna have to rejig the whole system if he's gonna do that. It's just it'll be it'll unless he's willing to do that and then get other players to 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 because. But then I don't see that happening because then where would Liverpool get the money to bring in all these? Other because dude, you 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 need either you need to to get Firmino. someone as creative as Firmino. You can sign him, but then bring in another creative striker, not a sort of I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't. I, you need to get I, you need to get a Liverpool fan to get on here, Brian, to discuss this point. <laughs> I, are I don't you, want are you telling me? Are you telling me a front three of Mane, Werner, and Salah will not be as creative as this three right now? It will be creative if they have someone if supplying. They have yeah. If they have someone supplying, who's been supplying them? The same people can supply them. No one, su- no, no one mean, supplies them. What you're saying is, they supply themselves. Genie, uh, <laughs> Genie, Genie, and Hendo are not creative midfielders. Salah and, and no. Mane, as Lito was saying, are runners, so that they can they can bring the ball out from deep. If um, ah. if you don't ha- if, if you don't that. have that. You're not buying that. No, I, yeah, I agree. No, I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying that I would also sell Firmino because I just don't think he's a good no, player. I think he's a striker. Um, okay. But I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I do hear you. I hear you. So, no, I so, go but back to, um, what we, yes, I was about to say, yeah. I want to go back to my point of not only Tammy, but if Kai Harvard comes to Chelsea, you got to feel a type of way for. Um, Mason Mount and Billy Gilmore. Uh, Chilwell comes. Yikes. Uh, Emerson is obviously gone. Um, so it's not just that one position, but I feel like Chelsea are just going back to um, what they are. And I know you're going to be like, no, no, they it's, it's competition for places. But you're just blocking uh-huh. pathways, in my opinion. Okay, so yeah, okay. okay let me go my way. That's how I feel as well. Okay, so so I just wanted to 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 start off. Okay, um, you know, obviously with with Mepi mentioning the whole January uh, fiasco with Chelsea wanting to sign at least a striker, someone experienced. That was something that uh, was evident. It was either Cavani or Dries Mertens. Hopefully, it was going to be Cavani. I was at least hoping for Cavani, but apparently, it is said listening to um, a very credible. I think it's it's at Chelsea Yannick. Um, um, he's got a podcast, a video on, on YouTube as well. Um, he was saying that it was one of Frank Lampard's goals to get a striker to come in, an older striker, more more experienced striker to come in. That would have been more ideal to come in and sort of take the load off uh, Tammy because he was also yeah. entering with uh, was also um, struggling with an injury and injury the whole uh, at that point as well during January, February, uh, around the Champions League time. So, that yeah, was Lita. the plan. And before so, so yeah, so, yeah. Before, yeah? Yeah. Continue, you can go? Lita, Lita, I yes. wanted to say that yeah. I, I wanted to say that um, my understanding is that like like Lampard is not, is not happy with the um, leadership in the team. Completely, like he was, he was, he was very excited about uh, bringing the youth, but like the leadership yeah. side of it, yeah. so so he was so, very disappointed. In it. So that's the thing. So that's that's where that's one of my points. So so basically, so the aim was to get an experienced striker to come and help, obviously, uh, Tammy. But at the, the mm. same time, you got who you, uh, at the same time you had Giroud who was on his way out of the club. But you remember he also didn't get his move when we didn't get Cavani or Merchants in. So and then when he stayed in. When you say yeah. it was sort of, it, it, it's bewildering to you that how how does Olivier sign a new contract? It's as simple as this: if you don't make Champions League, we need Giroud and Michi to stay with with Tammy as the leading striker again next season. Probably Michi will leave because he doesn't want to sit bench again. But if we do not make Champions League and we bring in someone like Werner, there's nothing stopping uh, Giroud from helping us now uh, qualify for Champions League and him possibly getting sold. But that is not the main point. I would want Giroud to leave. But he, I don't think I don't see a way unless he's willing to really only play uh, um, cup games only because he's not he's going to be going to move down to third choice, not even second. 
So yeah. here's the thing. So here's the thing about buying about buying players and all that. The th- the simple thing is is this: Chelsea last season were gonna buy players if we could buy players. The the whole the youth thing. Obviously, fans love it, and it's something that we love. It's something that you as as a as as a football fan and a football as as yourself as a football uh, football manager enthusiast, you love bringing through the youth. See a player that you develop from 16 to wherever. So and in Chelsea's cases, we've always been we've always invested in our our, our our youth academy. We now have one of the best academies in the world, and that has come through a lot of investment. That at some point, this investment was going to have to come to the forefront, and it came to the forefront how because of the ban. We've never had a ban, or we had a ban yeah. before, but we never had a ban where literally through the summer we were not allowed to sign players. Because we I remember last time it was a January transfer when that. This time we couldn't sign players for a whole year, literally, and we changed managers, which was something that you would love to forget. We changed managers as well. Because this is someone new. <laughs> okay, anyway, we come with someone new, and, <laughs> and, 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 and literally the aim for him was make top four with what you have. What did he have? Mason Mount that he knew from, from Derby. Fikai Tomori that he knew from Derby. And then he came here, he found a center back in, uh, in David Luiz, who was. You know what? I'm not keen on running around and chasing and pressing and doing all this. So what did he do? He bounced. And Lampard said, okay, cool, bye-bye. Fikayo, you're not going, going to go anymore. <laughs> you're going to stay. And then what happened? Uh, Rudiger uh, yeah. uh, was not fit at the start of the season. Zuma messed up first game. <laughs> when you thought, yeah, here's his chance, he messed up first game with that penalty against United. Then you end up having Christensen playing with uh, Tomoe. And then you end up having a Tomoe in the side. right? And then you go to Mount. Mount I'm sorry, but I love the flipping kid. He reminds me of Lampard. Not only not only by the way they play, I think, which is a bit different, but Mount has that tenacity, Ooh. that drive that uh, Lampard Ooh. has. Oh, hold on, hold on. So, <laughs> for me, Mount had to be in the squad, and he's going to be in the squad. I will be very surprised if Lampard throws Mount uh, to the side. I don't care Harvard or no Harvard, because we've got Barkley. You guys keep forgetting, we, we've got Barkley. I think Barkley... Is I even wrote down. It's very dis- like uh, dispensable. He can go. Ross Barkley. He can go. I think he's one of the first guys who can be on his way out if he if he didn't come with some magic up the lockdown. Ross Barkley. Yeah. So for me, that that would be that would be where I feel you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would be where the gaps. That would be where people like Havertz falls in. But also we're losing Pedro. We're losing William. We do. We losing sort of. I don't know, 40, close to 50 yeah. odd years of, of experience in, 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 in those two players. Those two players need to be replaced. And it, uh, for me, uh, we can't be on this thing. And I understand as rival fans, you would want Chelsea to sort of struggle for a couple of years and mediocre. And then maybe when Mount is ready at 26, Chelsea can be firing again. But that, that's not the reality. We need to stay at least in top four. So at, we need to strengthen. That's a fact, a matter of fact, we need to strengthen. So Reese James, he's not going anywhere. Sekai Tomori, he's not going anywhere. Um, Mason Mount, he's not going anywhere. Tammy, so I'll, I'll get to this point of Tammy now. I remember specifically when it was a whole Cavani. I've literally pulled up a quote now as well. Ka- Tammy talking about Cavani. He says, it would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, players, the players were talking about someone like Cavani and other top strikers who would have been around in, in the game for many years. It would have been nice if he had come. It would have been someone I can learn off. But it didn't happen. So obviously now, uh, Werner is not that kind of player. But this is where people need to look at it wider than just, oh, striker come in, striker out. No. As we spoke about, Werner can play anywhere in that flexible fantasy. So if we play, if we're playing uh, flipping, we start the season off with the leads away. Big game. I would want Werner possibly either in a tandem with uh, uh, Zayek on the left and right, or uh, 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 or him playing up front as that, because that's a big game for us, because we'll be a dog. But if we're playing flipping, um, ah, I'm trying to think of a bad club now. If we're playing uh, Aston Villa, who survived relegation in the skin of their teeth this season before, if we play them at home, I would want Tammy to get that chance and then put Werner on the left, because Werner was going to run those guys wild on the left anyways. But in big games, he'd play in the, in the, in the, through the middle, or even in the two. Frank Lambert has been speaking about flexibility. He's wanted that from the start. So yeah, the part is going to come. I'm thinking of front two. So Tammy, Brian, so, yeah, so let me just finish up about Brian. Tammy is not going to be an automatic swap, and if it is, Tammy needs to fight and 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 um, earn his place. And and I've seen that 
he's already started doing that because he's huge already. You must look at some of the pictures. He's getting buff. For a skinny guy, look, especially the comparison pictures. Don't just look at him now because he's still skinny. But look at the comparison pictures. He's gained. I'm hoping that means he's, he's learned to study his game properly and he's going to come with fire. Impress now. Get us to the Champions League. Next season, Werner's going to know he's not going to come in here and walk into a number nine spot. He's going to maybe even have to be pushed off the left if he has to. But yeah, but I'm actually excited about Hakim Ziyech. I can't wait next season. I think I've, uh, I know. I, I think it's just the, obviously it's the Dutch league, so it might be it might be a flop on this side. But if we have to think of someone who's unpredictable and can pull something out of nothing, that boy and what he did against us in the two games that he played in the Champions League this season, those balls over to 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 Quincy Thomas. I can't wait, and then hopefully it'll be Timo Werner on the, on the end of them on that side, on the left hand side. And that's my two cents on the Chelsea football question. Yeah, I mean, we can go on about this forever, which I don't agree with definitely some of the points that you made. But we're going to move on to a bit of ruggers. Uh, Super Rugby coming back to, no, tomorrow's Thursday. On Friday, um, I think the first game is the Hurricanes versus the Blues, Barrett versus Old Club, Dan Carter's back. It's just... It's it's glorious that all the sport is coming back. Um, yeah, like Dan Carter, guys. This guy is a, one of the biggest rugby players I have ever seen. Posters on my wall when I was a kid. I'm definitely happy to see him back. Amazing. Brian, can I ask one thing? Amazing. And uh, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. go ahead. Why? 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 Why is he coming back? Like, why is he back? Like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> please explain. I to mean, like, like why? Like, what, what, like, what is he? What is he? Like, is he trying to prove something to himself? He just missed the game. Like, why? What's happening? I mean, before he signed, Lisa, I saw a couple I... of, I saw a couple of quotes by him um, saying that he is still a good athlete at thirty-eight, and he can play until he's forty, etc., etc. Which I thought was weird because you have been out. You haven't been Agent. playing like <laughs> top level football for no a way. long time. Big B. Big yeah. B. He um Yo. I heard this week um a uh, 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 a news station was interviewing uh him and his grand and he was saying Dan Carter's been in Japan this whole time and yeah. Japan haven't opened up the Japanese rugby league yet, so he he was tired of the delay and he wanted just to continue. So the Blues offered him a contract. That's why he came back. So like he was he wasn't he wasn't on his couch for the last five six years. He was playing in Japan. Yeah, but, I know he okay. was playing, but it's a completely different level. I mean, yeah, I hope he wasn't completely. gassed by. So by... yeah, if 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 the Premier League offer you a, a contract, you come back, fam. Yeah, but he, at thirty-eight, at thirty-eight, he might play. He, what he's gonna play? He probably can play ten. He's not gonna. Is that? I doubt he's they're gonna put him at at, at full bag or at centre. Maybe maybe at centre. I don't know. But yeah. like, like why? Like I, I don't understand. Like because like I like for me like for this whole view of Super Rugby and it's like okay, firstly Super Rugby, a uh, uh, Terroria or something like that. How do you how do you pronounce it, Brian? A Terroria, but no it's basically idea. New Zealand. Yeah, it's basically New Zealand Super Rugby. Because like just doing some 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 research, it's literally all the five teams are gonna play each other twice, home and away. Top of the log wins. What I don't understand now is this going to be a continuation of Super Rugby, or is it just they having their tournament and then the winner, the top of the team who ends top wins. They are a total super league, uh, super rugby, or I don't understand because it's still called super rugby, but then they've got that uh, Ateoria, Ateoria, Autoria thing. I, I don't know, but for me, and, and what does yeah, that mean? It's literally, I, I think it's just it's, a, is that a company. No, it's gonna say, I was what is it, some Maori word, but literally, but the exciting thing about this is that not only is rugby back, and not mm. only is Dan Carter, uh, uh, the best one of the best laughs in the world rugby, but they're gonna have a full stadium, guys packed stadium yeah. because of the zero active cases yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Like, that is crazy. I mean, to, to cut you off there, I, I won't name names, but some people's, or I know someone who lives in New Zealand, hint, hint, to Um, 
Oh, but you don't even know. Oh, wow. But <laughs> yeah, I like do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand is like My completely. Gonna listen to this podcast, by the way, so just... <laughs> <laughs> they up. they on level one, like I just I saw like Instagram stories of the bars are full of people. Yeah. Full. So it's gonna be um, it's gonna be great because I mean be, I know yeah, football that... is is not the same, but I mean it's gonna be amazing. Like no, I'm, I'm I'm very excited, man. And and the fact that they're having like Honestly, this. Um... Dan Carter, Dan Carter is like saying, "Yeah, carry on, Yo. sorry, carry on, carry on." What? Yeah. I, I I was saying, I was saying Dan Carter is like saying David Beckham. You can't say why is he back, man. And I think you answered yourself in your in your in your in your in your um statement there that he's one of the legends. Um, why not take him back? I'll take David Beckham exactly. back right now, man. I'll play. That's I play in listen. thirty minutes. Yeah, but that's the listen. that's the, no, no, that's no, the sorry. thing. That with with the David Beckham, yeah. you ask yourself why? Why did he go to PSG? That last move he did, because that was a nonsensical move. No one understands, and it kind of. But kinda, he said it was like, no. It was kind of a blip because I remember him getting proper <laughs> proper messed up in a Champions League game once, and you ask yourself, what is PSG doing here? Like, why would they bring back this man? But, hey, it was good for, for PSG, the brand. And this is going to be good for Super Rugby Ateroria, the brand. It'll be good. People are going to want to, are going to switch on the tellies to watch uh, Dan Carter kick a rugby ball again. But I just don't understand. I hope he, I hope him the best. And, and the Blues were looking good this season. So hopefully they get back to, to, um, to their, um, to, to, to their form. But Brian, I wanted to ask you as a rugby man, um, Right for please. Quickly, quickly, um, Super Rugby, future of Super Rugby, because obviously there's been chatter about the split team and South Africa going to play the uh, the, the clubs in Europe. Do you think this, this could be, like I read somewhere where this could be sort of like a look into the future, near future actually, of, of, of Southern Hemisphere Rugby? I think it, it definitely should. I think the, the Sun Wolves are split. out... Or uh, yeah, as the Sunwolves are, I don't think they should split, but I think they should sort of filter the mm-hmm. poor teams out. Um, Haguares definitely can stay. I mean, they've improved year on year. Yeah, no, they have and to stay. Some of the they Australian teams are just <laughs> complete nonsense. Like, I'll just <laughs> just cut it, just filter it, take it back to twelve teams. Um, yeah, and that it'll less complex. It's, it's yeah, and it will be it will improve the quality. I mean, if you, for instance, take um, I wouldn't cut out any team, but it would improve if you cut one team. Say you cut the Blues out of the um, Super Rugby New Zealand Conference. All the mm-hmm. good players will filter through to the other teams and will obviously make those teams better. And we'll do the same for yeah. South Africa. And we'll definitely help the Australian teams. But, definitely. Yeah. But so but so the thing is though, so obviously so like rugby and Sansa is trying to grow. You would think the aim is to grow the sport. Or if they want more money, I think that's the aim. So in, in with rugby, obviously football, football. Like I always have this discussion when it comes to cricket as well. With football, you've got this. You want to grow and get football into as many countries as possible so you can grow the game. But it seems like in other sports, it's like let's reel it in, guys, because clearly the level of the other teams is not good enough now. So let's just cancel them. Because in in, in cricket, I, when the World Cup was cut back down to ten teams, it's like what the hell? Because now you instead of we understand quality, I understand quality of your product of the World Cup of the sport, whatever. But in the long run, how is it going to be beneficial for the game? If you're gonna if you're gonna make it harder for a team like Southern Kings to get it back into the get back to Super Rugby, like how how like how's that gonna help the game? Like SR Rugby is already broke, so how are they gonna yeah. like get richer with, if they don't grow the game? If if, if now they're canceling 
teams here now or any cheaters. I don't know how cheaters. I understand the whole relegation thing, but I don't know how cheaters are not playing so bad. And you know how many players <laughs> come through Bloomfontein and you try to tell me they can't have a super rugby team. Come on. <laughs> so like it's, it's uh, for mean, me, I'm scared. If 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 yeah, I'd rather grow the game. Using that analogy. Um, you look at football. Going back to football, the Euros. The Euro 2016 yeah. was, no, Euro, was it, yeah, it yeah. was not the worst. It was, it was not the worst, but I mean, you had, <laughs> then Ireland make Listen, knockout Listen, if, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have Wales make it to the flipping semi quarterfinal, semi-final, I think, semi-final, you wouldn't have Wales do that. Yeah, if it wasn't quarters. For that. Yeah. So, like, those are stories. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are, those are, like, but you see, the thing is, though, those, that helps, you can't tell me that hasn't helped Iceland grow as a nation, even though they've got less than a million people in their country. You can't tell me they like, didn't grow. Like, the football has improved. Sigurdsson of those worlds are raking in the cash at Everton. Like, it, it has, I understand, though, because for us, in terms, you don't want to watch an Estonia versus Albania game, but Estonians and Albanians are there, and, like, Football is great. Like, there's a kid in in Estonia now who's gonna try and grow up, become the next Messi. It's like, and and I'm sure there's a Dilval somewhere in, in in the free state who would like to play Super Rugby and not have to move to 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 Pretoria or you know wherever. So, for me, it's it's for the sport. I don't know. I don't think it, it, it's great to cut numbers. I don't think it's great ever to cut numbers unless you've got other motives. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's just yeah. so difficult. I mean, rugby and football are obviously going to be like different comparisons because I feel like a lot of football federations hide behind the growth of the sport, but they just want to make money. You want to make the World Cup yeah. 48 teams because you want to make as much money as you can. You want to make the Club World Cup as big as you can because you want to make as much money as you can. So you need to find the balance with rugby as keeping the quality yeah. and um, still growing the game. Because I know a lot of people just say it's pointless watching some of these games because it's just ridiculous. Okay, so, yeah. Brian, just, just, on, just on the rug, before we move away from the rugby, quick run. I, I read also just in my little reading um, that there's going to be two rule changes, or two big rule changes, I think. Um, first one, not as big. Now, instead of a red-carded player going off the whole game, they are going to go off. Well, let me say, these rules are going to be tested in the Super Rugby New Zealand edition. Um, so with the 20 minute, um, so instead of a player getting red-carded the whole game, he now, after a 20-minute period, he can be replaced by a substitute. And then also, secondly, um, is <laughs> instead of tied games and, and drawn rugby games, 43 all or whatever, there's going to be an extra time of 10 minutes. But instead of a whole 10 minutes, they're going to do golden point rule. So first score of any point, whether penalty or try, game over. How is that going to revolutionize a game of rugby? Um, the red card thing, I just I don't understand it. I also <laughs> saw bits about it. I don't, I don't see the point in how it helps. Yeah, it kind of does, anyone, though. You, really. <laughs> You know, you know, if 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 if, if your flank tips someone in the first five minutes, at least you can replace him twenty five minutes later. Okay, but it depends on the minutes. on like, the stipulations. If if you tackle some, if you uh, sort of tackle someone in the air, which is yeah. a retrospective yeah, like uh, ban. Yes. Like, why is yeah. he coming back if he's going to be banned for two weeks? <laughs> no, no, when not the game's him. Over? So, so that's the thing. So in my read, my understanding it was not him that comes back. It's he can be subbed, as in, isn't it? Oh, he can okay. be replaced. He can be replaced by another player. So instead of you now having to move a winger and take him off and bring in a, a substitute flanker, after twenty five minutes you can put that winger back and bring in another flanker in the, in the position. You understand? Know instead of then you will be yeah. back to fifteen, but that player is gone. So he's yeah. gone. He's gone. Yeah, but then that. The advantage. It's sort of, it's sort of, yeah, it is. So, it, but it, and you have to basically take advantage of it in the twenty minutes. 
But and ten minutes is big in rugby, yeah. as as you know. It thinks it it, it yeah. would be. I think it would be game changing. But the the go- I love the the golden point rule. Like, uh, no one likes yeah, I love ties, it. bro. No one likes city ties. I think a lot of sports should should take that American route in 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 sports and not finishing the tie. Because I've been playing NBA two K recently, and I love the fact that it's not gonna be a tie. You're not finishing the tie. No. Yeah, it's golden point rule. So, um. No, okay, I'm lying. You can finish the tie. In, in rugby, can finish the tie, but after the 10-minute extra time. So if there's no scoring okay, okay, extra time, yeah, yeah, then it's a, it's a tie. But they actually give you extra 10 minutes. But I prefer, I don't like time, even in soccer. I don't know. I, I, I hate, because a yeah. point makes you feel meh. Like, uh, I thought that would be a mantra. That's what you guys do. Ah, uh, nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Don't come there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Like we, uh, for me, like a, a draw is like the worst because you like should have two points dropped, but you also like yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're lucky because either you get a penalty or whatever later then you equalize. But still, I I, I like yeah, the yeah, yeah. sort the game out then and there. Yeah, I agree okay, with that. Let's, let's touch on your man's later. Yes. Who's Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. The biggest baby I've ever seen. Maybe Ugh. in sports. Attention seeker. Fam, what is he thinking? <laughs> listen. I just listen. don't understand. Listen, Connor, 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 Connor is Connor. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and speak of his MMA career like I, I know a lot about it. But I would say after, after Nate Diaz won, he was not the same. Guys. He got, like, he got beat. And he's like, they chatted that whole uh, indispensable thing around him, same similar to to Ronda Rousey. It's or Ronda, <laughs> yeah, Ronda Rousey, or Ronda Rousey, yeah, Ronda Rousey, yeah, it chatted like it chatted. At least Connor came back because Ronda was horrible after she lost that first uh, match in Australia or against an Australian. At least with 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 Connor, it was at least he came back. He beat Nate Diaz in the second fight. Like Khabib then hit him again. Like it was it made him tap out. That's the worst thing. Like he tapped like ah like again so like I, like I think for me you know when, when your ego is like, is, 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 is bruised, bruised and he can't talk trash to to his colleagues anymore because they like they've moved him and they've seen him beaten up so he yeah. can't really talk as much trash anymore even though he still does even though he hear tweet tweet uh, wars with with Khabib Khabib is, is hectic, guys. Yeah, I saw that guy. When I see him fight, I'm like, no, 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 no. He's not a guy. Like, and Connor is is, is great. He he made he, him and Ronda sort of made the sport very popular and mainstream, right? But there's that change of guard, man. And 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 Khabib showed him what's what. And I think he didn't want to smoke. I think he just didn't. Bro. You know what? He thought as in yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna work. You. <laughs> They, yeah. they were both they were both the face of the they were both the face of the club in the sport and they got knocked out right in that face, bro. Yeah. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think was... Ronda was like maybe Ronda was the first MMA star yeah. I knew, I think, even before Yes, no, uh, Conor. even before Conor. You know, she was the one like she was she... But that's because no one wants to see women <laughs> And that, no, but she was a badass. That's the thing about her. She knocked people. And then when you see how she got beaten that first time, it was like what the, who is this chick? Because like mm. no one has done that to her. Are they blonde lady? Yeah, Holly, I think Holly's something. No one had ever done anything to Honda like that. Yeah. And they showed her flames like properly. I'm like, no shame. But you see with Connor guys, think about this man. Connor is mainstream, right? Connor really fought with uh, Floyd. Yeah. I heard a rumor, oh I don't know where I heard it. I think it was on Twitter or whatever, but that WWE is 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 snooping around Connor. And I feel like WWE are in need of yeah. something big because Brock is sort of drifting away now and they've got, they're trying to bring back Agent and Randy Orton fights are really exciting. Yeah. So I think Connor, WWE, Vince McMahon, yeah. I, yeah, I think it was on Twitter because apparently they, 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 they might have like a, the, the, who, like the who's boss walk, you know, McMahon, and then Connor has the same, that, that, that same uh, walk that he has with, with his uh, shoulders. Yeah, high up and Lita, and, and Lita. Um, It'd be a smart decision. Lita, uh, Ric Flair, Ric Flair in the beginning claimed that um, Conor McGregor stole his persona of 
rich boy with a big persona, big uh, a big boy persona. Oh, my, so my. It, it would make sense that he that that um they try to bring him back there to bring a character like that back. So yeah. that makes sense to me. Yeah, and 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 he can fight, so he would you know it wouldn't be like a, a cameo here River appearance. He would be actually he could be yeah if he, if he trains hard enough, he could actually just you know fight for like maybe a year. But we didn't know and whatever. We don't know in which capacity would bring it bring him back to, what? in terms of actor w- or fighter. I mean, what you WWE say, is, is 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 WWE is cancelled, guys. Vince McMahon, I saw a video of him saying, "Nigga, I ain't watching WWE, WWE anymore." To, to Booker T, that was years ago, man. You were still like <laughs> one or something. <laughs> I only saw it now. I didn't see it when I was a child. I was about obviously, to no, 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 like in the 90s. Listen, I, was I know about it's to old because Booker T is a commentator now, so it's obviously happened a long time ago. He's even but not even I only saw that anymore. clip. <laughs> I only saw that clip recently. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know that that happened. Yeah, but I with it. Can I tell you, WWE, can I tell you, they are still the longest running episodic uh, TV show in the world. Like, they are pushing, even during COVID. They pushed. They, all they did was they first in the first few episodes they fought stood in the arena with no. no fans. Then they were like, let's bring everything in. They closed the whole arena off with like LED whatever screens, and then they've got the the, the other stars around <laughs> to, to cheer the, the wrestlers on in the ring. Those guys are going nowhere, guys. WWE fought too hard. <laughs> and I was watching. Um, I just subscribed to the the network, and I was watching like the ruthless aggression um series docu series. And how they fought because it was uh, WWF and uh, what's this uh, WCW, and how they fought for dominance in America. And now actually, there's another company. I'm not yeah. sure what it's called, but there's another company that saw all of almost threatening um, WWE's reign because like, and they've got like they're stealing some stars. Similar back in in the early 2000, late 90s. Similar case. WCW wins and stole uh, what's this Hulk Hogan and all those things. WWE's going nowhere. Like, they beat them. And they just literally they shut down. Uh, Bishop and all their people came over to WWE. They shut down. Now there's this new company thinking they're gonna uh, try and steal their shine. WWE guys, Vince McMahon, that gent. Yo, I don't know what he's built today, but going nowhere. And it's it's here to it's here to stay. <laughs> and Conor McGregor would be great. <laughs> Conor McGregor would be great in there also. Conor would be great. Uh, Did they get round as well? They did, yeah, but she was horrible, bro. Yo, like, she was okay. Yeah, they did for a while, yeah. Off the ring, she was okay, but in, in ring, that's why she didn't last. In ring, bro, like, you could see some moves she wasn't pulling off all the way. Like, especially with, like, the, the throws. I don't know if she clearly, in MMA, they don't, you don't have strength. Because this, she couldn't throw. Like, the other time, she had to, like, almost clack. Okay, you could see the other person knows the throw is coming and they're, like, jumping. But, like, you can see she's still struggling to get them over. So... She didn't last there. Like she's almost. I don't know if she's gone or still there, but she's she hasn't wrestled in twenty twenty that much. It yeah. sounds like you're describing Pulisic on the wing. Listen, bruv. <laughs> WWE. I'm there. I'm there. I've been. I've been. Uh, the lockdown. That's how I've been spending my time watching WWE. So. <laughs> I would have been off WWE, but uh, your guys' sports now. <laughs> um, cricket. I know Lita's Mr. Cricket. Moipi loves cricket. It's coming back as well. Yeah. I'm not sure of the exact date of the West Indies England test. Maybe Lita can help me there. But also some new rules, as you mentioned with the rugby thing. No saliva on the ball. And I mean, I used to play cricket from a young age. And even if you don't know it what you're doing, you just you're just spitting on the ball. You don't you just want to shine it. <laughs> it's you a, can it's rub a... it, bro. <laughs> it's gonna help. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what you're help. doing. You just you, you just shining. <laughs> you see, everyone knows it's gonna be weird. It is a big move. Yeah. It's gonna no, be so... weird. Yeah. So so just yes. just just with the with the with the West Indies England. Obviously. Cricket is back. Cricket is one of the sports, even in South Africa, it's one of the first sports that were brought back under level three. And because obviously it's a non-contact sport, so it was brought back and everyone's happy. Uh, at least some live sports coming uh, uh, very soon. 
And this series, which was scheduled, I'm reading now, I'm not, this is not at all in my head, so I don't give the credit. This was scheduled first for the 4th of June to start, the three-match series starts on the 4th of June. But now it's going to start on the 8th of July. So West Indies I saw in Sky uh, yesterday, they arrived yesterday. Uh, they're staying in a, so basically they're going to literally incubate all involved parties, players, uh, match officials, organizers, all of them. They're going to be basically two stadiums, I think, um, without spectators. Yeah, two stadiums in, in and around Manchester. Um, I th- let me just I think one of them, I remember where they were, but yeah, one of them is um, at Old Trafford and uh, the other one is at the AGS Bowl in Southampton. So literally, and both these venues have hotels on site. So literally everyone is going to be based and everyone is going to be incubated and sort of quarantined there. So that's how these matches were able to take place. So it's quite interesting. It's going to be cool. Obviously England, the world champs uh, in ODI cricket, I mean, not great in, 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 in test cricket, but obviously they come off a fresh uh, away series victory in, uh, in South Africa, so they are obviously going to be pumped. And West Indies, you know, their problems in test cricket over the years. Jason Holder still holding them together, and yeah. hopefully they will come with the goods. I hope they beat England because I'm sure England think, ah, you know, we we are rich, we can afford to host this during the pandemic. But let's see, let's hopefully let's see some some share hope. And some other uh, exciting players to 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 take the game to the English. Yeah, definitely. And on that point, though, I know um, I didn't tell you about it, but uh, Tando and Luto. I know there were rumors that it was maybe going to be Luto coming to the Titans, and mm. I don't know where um, Tando would go. But yeah. how? I, I know you're a Cobra's faithful fan, but how big mm-hmm. of a loss is that to to them? It's 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 a massive loss. It's it's well, it's it's a big loss because of of how promising of a talent and the season that Tundra had last year. This is someone who came to to, to move to Cape Town. I think it was around sixteen when he moved here. You'd know more exact age, right? Around that time when he moved to Cape Town, obviously it was a thing of his up. Pathway to professional cricket at the Cobras, and that was some problem. And he did that. Um, it's something that he achieved without, I would say, straight out, without the help of his dad or his surname. Uh, he did obviously, and you know, he's he's talented. You know him because of his dad and the surname. But he did it by himself. He performed. He didn't have an easy way. There was a point where it looked like he was not gonna um, play anytime soon for the Cobras. Um, where after the under-19, the last under-19 squad he was involved in, uh, I think it was in England, um, and then he came back, he was expecting to quickly move into the semi-pro side at, at, at the province, but then that didn't really happen under the, under Paul Adams, the coach, so he was kind of frustrated. I remember like there were like things where he was like, sort of uh, um, things about him at training, whatever, but he, 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 he overcame all those things, and he sort of, you know, he... he I'm sure he also looked at himself and he knew that you know nothing's going to be given to him as, 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 a, as a bowler because in South Africa we are not short of, of, of brilliant bowlers so he needed to work hard and I think he credit to him he did that he went back and he did that he worked hard he played well for Western Province two got the chance for Western Province uh, one the beginning of uh, semi pro team beginning of last of the season he performed very well and then coach Ashwell gave him a chance uh, in, in the ODI side and he performed uh, properly. And now he's also nominated for um, an award and the CSA awards as well. That is great. Like, what a turnaround in a year where he was playing second team uh, in Wytham Province. And now he's taken uh, a lot of wickets for, 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 for in the in Momentum One Day Cup for, for the Cobras. And now he's nominated for awards. And then, boom, seals a big move to, to the Titans. Obviously, like I, I haven't spoken to him or uh, any t- any time about this, whatever. But from my um, point of view, it's like, why would you go to the Titans? Though, <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, especially when you were playing there, and I know Ashwell uh, um, uh, liked him because he obviously played him a, a lot recently, and and um, he, he also like I'm reading article now where he praised his uh, work ethic as well. So it's I, I just don't understand. But maybe for him, it's a matter of you know better opportunities up in the north. Uh, I think Gauteng maybe better opportunities to go into the pro tier side. Obviously, you know it's been uh, widely speculated. Once you play for Titans, 
you know, easy route into the pro tier setup, particularly now with the coach yeah. of Mark Marcher. So for me, I, I, I wish the kid nothing but the best. He's a very good, respectful kid. Um, he, he papas as every, any other lighty, but he's a good kid. <laughs> and, quickly, and he can catch as well. That's, a lot of, that's the thing a lot, a lot of people will talk about because now they just see a young black bowler, but the boy can bat. And I can't wait to hopefully one day he goes and he does what his dad did in the 4-3 game where he saves us a game or he scores a uh, hundred or whatever. So I wonder, like, I really have high hopes for the kid. But I just hope he plays. That's all I hope for at the Titans. He gets, he plays three day, uh, the four-day game. Uh, he plays uh, the T20. He plays for, he gets selected in Zanzi Super League because he did, he was like a rookie last year. didn't really play for the Palm Rocks. They won it, but he didn't mm. really play. So... I hope he plays. That that's what's gonna like Lungi. Look what happened to Lungi. Lungi at the Titans, he played. He played three four day games. He was in Benoni. Next week he's here. Next week he's there. Then when T Twenty stuff came, he played. He played every game that he performed. Signed uh, IPL contract after that. He played. So Tando needs to play. So I really hope and I uh, um he's got a great coach in Manja, who was a lethal fast bowler back in his day. He bowled a proper heavy ball. So. I trust Manzai uh, will look after him probably, and also Jeff in 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 in, in the semi pro side as well, Jeff Triana. Yeah. They will. It's 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 he, like the recipe is there for for Tano to to make it. I just hope. And another thing, I hope he focuses in the Kauteng. Kauteng is very is very dangerous when it comes to uh, 22, yeah. 21 year old. So I really hope he just comes and maybe with the pandemic he'll he's been bowling in the nets, focusing on his game. I'm excited to see when when cricket is back. I'm excited. I mean, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but uh, yeah, he definitely needs to take some of your advice. Yeah, no, and and <laughs> and unfortunately, <laughs> on on that front, like I'm not gonna out here be crazy like change like this, but on that front, like I I I got the after his generation, so like he had just left. I got the new couple of, of under 19, so he wasn't there. But I've 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 obviously um spoken to him and I've I've, I've hung out with him a few times at the, at the province. He's a good kid, he, but he's he papas. That's the thing. But he's a good kid. He's a very very good kid. <laughs> but he's just papas like any other kid who, you know, yeah. his dad's famous. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, he's Makaya's no, son. Yeah, no, good to him, bro. Like he's making it, and yeah. without much of his yeah. dad's help, you know. So yeah. that's. But for cricket, I'm excited. Cricket South Africa Awards next week. Uh, not next week. Next month. Um, Titans Awards. I think I saw them on the 19th. Of, of, of this month, I think. So it's exciting time cricket is coming back. I heard uh, they hopefully uh, the Proteas were set to gonna be playing India somewhere some sometime soon, maybe in the next couple of months, um, if all goes to plan. That was something that was announced earlier, like last month, I think. So if all goes to plan and then we continue moving down levels in terms of stages in South Africa, We'll see cricket and more live sports back. I, like every time I see those adverts in super sport, and they do the whole thing, yeah. nah, nah, nah. yo, like I, like I'm, I'm getting pumped. I'm getting pumped. I can't wait. <laughs> There's two of us, bro. <laughs> and my guy Moipi, I hit you up. I say, Joshua versus Fury. I won't, I won't uh, expose what you, what you said about Joshua, but. <laughs> They're fighting. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? Start off with that. No, no. Let me start by saying, Joshua, Anthony Joshua is not a boxer. He's a model. Sure. First and foremost. Sure. This guy, when it comes to the technique of boxing, he cannot fight. That's why 40-year-old Klitschkoff had some rounds with him. How how does how does twenty four year old model looking man go round to round with a Klitschko? Klitschko is a goat, dude. Don't disrespect Klitschko like that. Forty years old. Forty three year old. You are still top of the. You are still on top. You are still on top. Forty three. Forty three. He he was still on top. He he still went rounds with with um. Didn't he go rounds with 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 what's it? Fury after that as well. So he was he was okay. He was no, this sex. Sex. He was this Yeah, Bro, but no. Yeah. Like, I, Anthony I Joshua has been talking about the real fight. Real fight. Real fight. And, and, and Brian, 
I want to tell you and Nita quickly. Uh, do you know why uh, his, his story about why he lost um, the, the first Tyson fight? I don't know if you guys heard about it. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, the week before, he had a sparring partner, right? And you know, you know what happened a week before his uh, official fight? Oh. His sparring partner knocked him out, right? So AJ and his team tried to postpone the fight, and they told him, what are you talking about? We have 100,000 people coming, flying into Las Vegas. Mm. We can't postpone. So he fought and he lost. Um, how was your sparring partner knocking you out when when a man like, when a man like, oh man, I'm, I'm losing my man's, my man's name, the, the Mexican fighter that, 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 that Mayweather. Uh, Ruiz. No, no, oh, no, no, Canelo. So Canelo. Yeah. When, when Canelo had a, had, had, had a, had a fighting camp, he was he was uh, going through three fighters a week. He was breaking their ribs three times a week. Mm. AJ's fighters are knocking him out a week before the fight. But didn't he didn't he say like he changed his like training regime like sort of like no. he went more leaner in no. the fight or something? <laughs> he got knocked out I mean, a week I before think... his fight. I think he also AJ, me a... AJ is a pretender. He, I think he lost. He, I mean, he beat uh, Ruiz the second time, not be, uh, more because Ruiz was on a bender for the whole time he he won the fight with the so, title. Yeah, those three months. Uh, yeah, I think he was. He's been ducking Wilder for the longest time. And come on, man, <laughs> a couple of yeah, years. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a. a Brilliant fight! I so, think Fury is definitely going to win. So, so I don't understand though. So, how does how do they sign? So, obviously, I saw Eddie Hearn say that Joshua still has uh, Dillian White first before that a mandatory bout. But then, does it again? I'm saying no. Eddie Hearn in, in the article he said that um, um, Joshua has a fight beforehand before the 2021 fight with Fury. He has a fight with Dillian White first, mandatory bout. Oh yeah, yeah. So. But then, what about on the other side? Fury doesn't he have a, a bout with a bronzer? Um, I think I think for, like, for, so. The, are they just term, now? It, Lita, in terms of the title, um, Tyson has it now. In terms of the title, I'm not sure what the the period is. Is um, yeah, you don't have to put it up, but you can fight in between for a year or two years. So I, I'm I'm thinking so that this between the two of them, so this thing won't like be a, this, this won't. So this won't be a unified. Obviously, are you saying it's not, not unified? The assumption, no, the no, assumption no, no, that no. Ta- fight Fury wins. I think. Okay. Yeah, because it's still like an a financial agreement, they said, not the actual yeah. like dates and all that. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be interesting. But I think I think the Bronze might have a thing or two for Tyson. Because Tyson, he probably chowed a bit too much during this lockdown. I haven't seen how he looks. So he's been know. chowing, bro. What's AJ gonna do? Please, <laughs> please tell me what AJ's finishing move is because I've never seen one. Oh no! Listen, dude. AJ, 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 AJ is smart, man. AJ had a, a good Olympic career. No, listen, no, listen, listen. Let, let me. You have to give him credit where credit is due, right? AJ had a decent. Um, Olympic career, obviously Britain, uh, 2012 Olympics, whatever, all that. And then he fought, right? He has a good, uh, world famous agent or, or promoter, Eddie Hearn, who yeah. gets him the right, the right fight and the fight with the money. And I'm sorry, but if your promoter tells you, listen, it's not a good time to fight Fury right now, I've got a 40 million or I've got a however million, uh, pound fight coming up with a guy, you will move or you will most likely beat up. Listen, the game is about numbers. At the moment, Joshua will, uh, unfortunately has he's lost in a fight, but he was going for those, you know, Mayweather uh, elite levels uh, of, of, of 50 and 0 and etc. So, uh, and so for me, like, I understood what he was doing. It's unfortunate, like, he yeah. came and messed up the whole flipping thing now because he's got a loss on his name and people are like, oh, Brandon now also has a loss. But, like, it's like, dude, you lost to a new up or exposed. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he, yeah, exactly. He exposed himself, and unfortunately, like it was, I don't know if he went in there overconfident or Ruiz really did shock him or whatever, whatever. But like at this moment in time, if we fast forward 2021, 
do I see Joshua beating up Fury? I think so because I think Joshua is learning, whereas uh, Fury is on the wing. I don't know. Twenty one is in two. Is in like I mean, yo, summer of twenty one. A lot can happen. June, July, whenever that is, a lot can happen between. Lita, you know what the thing is, bro. I want to take. Yeah. I want. I want to take it back to men like men, men like Louise. Um, people shape their way can fight, bro. I'm not trying to talk. I'm not trying to talk. <laughs> athlete men shape their way can fight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like like. Wrong, wrong, we take it down. What is yeah. boxing? Boxing is throwing hands. Bro. Yeah, yeah. And throwing hands professionally. Yeah. Men like AJ can't fight, bro. Men like Louis, you're not gonna knock him. You you hit him shot. You, you catch his jaw, uh, yeah. bro. You're not gonna knock him down, my G. <laughs> no, yeah, I we'll see. But the thing is, Joshua is not a skinny guy. Also, he's not like his jaw was tested. I understand, but his jaw's been strong enough over the years. So. I feel like yeah, he, not, might, not. he might he might do some 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 neck exercises just to strengthen the whole uh, head area. But <laughs> listen, like for me, uh, Joshua, I know that's another thing about Josh. Like maybe the hype around him makes because I'm I'm not a huge boxing fan, so maybe I'm just going off for all the hype. I like Fury. Fury is, is, is a, I'm a big fan of Fury. And the thing is, it could be Fury's style that actually gets something over Joshua because Joshua, as you say, is more. Like you know, straight, uh, 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 what's this? More robotic compared to a, or let me say, more natural compared to a, yeah. uh, a, Tyson, yeah. a Tyson who comes. AJ in. wants to. <sighs> AJ wants to take a tackle and 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 Fury is trying to go to the final. Then. Exactly. Exactly. So that <laughs> might. And the thing is, Fury has the experience. So like, like, yeah. So it might be him. That's how I feel. But it's interesting. But I, I, for me, my boy Bronzer there, he's licking his wounds wherever he is. Tyson must must just not look too far ahead before he deals with him first. If that fight is still on, obviously pandemic might have messed up everything, and Bronze is not even a fight anymore. But yeah. I hope uh, Deontay comes back because he was also like that guy, Maverick in a way. He fought like flipping fought like he was. You know how five year olds used to fight and just used to fling your arms and hope something connects. That was and and unfortunately that was also yeah. really gonna last up until it's all long. For me, you can't. You see. When I talk boxing, I look at Floyd Mayweather. You don't go into a boxing match to fight. As you say, boxing is a fight. I don't want to get moored in a fight. So if you can figure out a way not to get moored and win at the same time, that for me is the best way to fight. Floyd went there and said, okay, pa. In the beginning of the career, obviously he was fighting. But then when he started making money for himself, he went there and he was like, okay, let's go, let's go. But you're not going to hit me, though. You're not going to hit me. And if AJ... Needs to maybe learn a thing or two from 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 um, from what maybe must work on his defense. And he must, if he has that weak chin, then he must, you know, try and tuck in that shoulder and <laughs> and hope and tuck and weave, tuck and weave like. And you remember that um, I love how people used to tune uh, uh, Floyd for that uh, Pacquiao fight. But my man never got hit. That's the thing. He never got hit. He might have been defensive, but he still didn't get hit. And boxing, you have to hit the guy. You guys just throw punches and you think, ah, I'm going to win. You have to get it. So that's where Fury might have the, 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 the hand over um, of, uh, AJ. But AJ is a beast, man. AJ is young. AJ is hungry. I think he might be on the way. He might His, his wife might be saying, you need to quit now. Maybe this is, might be a loss. So he, he might not be fully focused in those matches. Maybe just the last payday for, for Tyson Fury. But I, my, if I had to bet now, I think AJ. I, I believe AJ. But I will bring it home. Yeah. But that's all we have for the first episode of the link up. Um, you can follow us. I'll put the Twitter on in the description in the description and the Instagram. And we'll be back next week. Thank you everyone for listening.
Fuck a slave, fuck a slave. 